0: good morning everybody welcome to a Thursday Thursday <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> Wednesday live stream hopefully you're doing okay today
1: <sighs>
0: spent a lot of time yesterday troubleshooting problems but today should be a good day but first I'm your host Dwayne and this is break the cycle with DSD I'm not a therapist I'm an individual much like you who's been through a traumatic experience and developed some tips and techniques that help me maintain my sanity break free from them that I share with you to hopefully help you do the same thing get your life back minimize the cycles of abuse and if you have children undo some of that parental alienation that inevitably is going on be careful throwing around diagnoses. you don't want to be accused of being an uh, uh, internet therapist so uh, don't be going around calling your ex names or diagnosing them with around a bunch of different people Sure, figure out what the traits are, what the characteristics are, but be careful about that. And absolutely don't go do that in court and point over and go, there, NPD, because the last thing you need is other people to say, oh, you're one of those. So just be careful about that. If you like what we got going on here and you want to support, you can go over and, or become a channel member over on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash Divorce. Look for the join button. You'll get all kinds of cool uh uh, emojis and badges and all kinds of interesting stuff and I'll list your names in the end of the credits as long as it doesn't crash <laughs> if you want to be a part of the text notification yes I do have a text thing that is now working to where it'll text you before we go live unfortunately to the United States and Canada only but just text DSD live to 844 598 12 Speaking of phone lines, the phone lines are open and you can call in into today's show at 142437354831424 DSD Live. If you're outside of the United States and you want to participate, just scroll down into the description and there is a web link that gives you a direct line into the call-in system so you don't have to pay international calling. Last thing, I do have a podcast. This also, this show immediately goes up after this, the live stream is over and you can find that in pretty much all your favorite podcast players, directories under, uh, break the cycle with DSD. And the last thing is, is that you get to be you is going on and you can sign up for that at you get to slash Dwayne. I should be coming up on Saturday. I think that's when I'm scheduled to, uh, have my discussion with with her published, so i'm looking forward to that so yeah man hopefully you guys are having a good day uh i had a couple of topics i wanted to hit again but before i do that let me just scroll around and see what we got going on here make sure everything is is just outstanding and i guess while i'm doing that i'll just say i spent a significant amount of time yesterday trying god it's making my eye twitch just thinking about it trying to uh get the the uh, hosting, or not host, but the guest feature or system working, and I don't know what's happened because I did that first one with Chris Godinez, and it went fine. The second one had major problems, and I can replicate it down to Skype, and I cannot seem to fix it, which is really frustrating. So I spent a lot of time yesterday trying to, uh, try different things and just trying to be creative. So I don't know why i I guess the only, the main thing I'm telling you this on is that until I can get that figured out, bringing people on is going to be a pain. I are really difficult. I was planning on having a, a guest this week. Actually, I was planning on having it done already, but <laughs> I'm not sure how to, uh, to facilitate that. So I still have to work on that. So just stay tuned for that. Um, that's a good reason to sign up for the newsletter and the text notifications so that uh, you, uh, if anything interesting happens, you'll get notified. So I tell you what, if everybody in the, who's in here live today could just drop in where they're from, I'd like to see where we got people from right now. I'm from California. In Southern California, it's finally uh, starting to clear up just a tad. I think the wind's blown. So um, my my breathing issues aren't as, as bad as they were last week. Oh, I definitely need coffee today. So while I'm waiting for that, and let me scroll up here. Oh, Bear says, uh, good morning, all. I have court this morning for final guardianship of my parents and my NARC siblings. I'm feeling confident, but cautiously prepared. Well, good good luck. Hopefully that goes well. Is that a virtual hearing, Bears, or is that, um, is that uh, one of those Zoom meetings? Oh, cool. I see New York, PA, Colorado, California, Boston, Virginia Beach, Hoover, Pennsylvania, Ireland, the Netherlands uh, Aust- Aussie. <laughs> the central flyover states. That's funny. Boston. Good way to put it. Keep it, keep it, uh, clear. Wow. we got people from all over. A few people from out- outside of the United States. Nobody from Canada today. Nobody from Canada. I don't think unless I missed that. Uh, anyways, out- outstanding. Well, again, uh, bears, hopefully it goes well. Okay. It's zoom i guess at least they're finally starting to do things i mean for the longest time it was uh uh it just seemed like they were just pushing everything off oh. hmm i was just thinking i wonder if i could try to use zoom for yeah i'm still trying see i got in the back of my mind i'm still trying to troubleshoot that all right so what i wanted to get into today is let me scroll back up here and get to my notes and It was, it's the topic of learning to live again, learning to basically get out from underneath this, get out from underneath their spell and start to at least get to the point to where you start finding a way to start enjoying life again. I know that that's incredibly difficult. If you're at the early stages of this, the idea of there being the pain going away and being able to do anything is really tough. That's because you're dealing with the heartache. You're dealing with the just the confusion of it, and more than likely, the third thing is probably every time you feel like you start to calm down, you're like, "Oh, yes, okay, all right. I've got you know, all right. I'm kind of acclimating to this new life. It's like something else happens. They do something different. I read a comment uh, from somebody who made a um, it was on the video, I think it was on the video of false allegations. And, and it was uh, their son's ex-wife has filed a protective order or a stay-away order from the grandmother's or the mother-in-law's, ex-mother-in-law's new husband. That's never been around the person, never seen them. They were out of the town you know, working whenever all this, the allegations took place. When they finally went to court, the judge basically said, you know, dunk stamped it and said, yeah, stay away from this person for a year. This is, that kind of is a good example of what I was talking about. It's like, you know, you start trying to live your life and like out of left field, you know, it's like they come in and they whack you upside the head and you're like, Whoa, what the hell? Part of that is these, these people Need you to think about them. Need you to not forget them. If you guys remember a while back, I wonder if I can pull it up. Uh, let me go to YouTube. And let's see here. Uh, if I'll go, I'm going to try to... Wow. Uh, uh, let's see if this will come up that did not come up uh, actually I was that's weird I thought it would. hold on I'm trying to find something I'll just bring it up here so I did this video a year ago that says you have no power over me that's what that's what <laughs> i with, that, <laughs> with that stupid thumbnail with no beard so it's an old video but the premise behind that video and I would encourage you to check it out as if you've seen the movie Labyrinth you know the uh, Sarah is going around trying to get her little brother baby brother back fighting with the goblin King and spoiler alert you know basically the at the end of the movie she realizes, hey wait a minute I'm giving you all this power I'm thinking about you I'm you know if I just basically say you don't have any power. I mean, realize that you don't have any power over me. Then all the crap that you're doing is irrelevant. Now it's a movie, right? I mean, and and I know it's a lot more complicated in the real world, but, uh, it's very true. It's very true that, that whenever you get to the point that you don't allow people to, to infect your mind, it's going to drive them crazy. The hard part is, is when they're doing stuff like what I was just talking about, when they're, when they're lashing out, they're throwing out more false allegations. And I mean, sometimes you have to participate, but for the most part, you just have to kind of like, like, like take for instance, the, you know, the storm that's, that's just, I hit landfall what a couple hours ago near Louisiana. So anybody out there be safe, make sure that you're following the appropriate safety warning. So you don't get yourself into trouble and hopefully this thing isn't that bad the storm anyways but the point is is that you have to to find your your equilibrium with these people and stop giving them as much attention or any attention that you are as little as attention as you possibly can that's why no contact is super important if you don't have kids hybrid no contact is critically important if you have kids Using I don't even like to use the term, but i go i will go I will go ahead and do it gray rock. The reason I don't is because the person who I guess coined that term was threatening lawsuits against me because I wasn't like giving them credit for every every time I said it. That was really weird, actually, in that situation, it felt like I was dealing with my ex wife once you realize that you can regain your power, so to speak, by not giving them attention, things start to get better. But it's really critically important to also fo- to not focus on just the negative. It's so easy to get wrapped up into that situation to where all you're doing is anticipating the next problem, anticipating what's going to go wrong next, and it will drive you. Crazy! it'll drive you insane trying to second-guess everything that's going on all the time it's really hard to live when you're in that mode I can relate to that when I was uh, it, it's weird I went through these phases at the beginning where where you know I was really you know first I was sad at the relationship falling apart then all the allegations were coming out and I was just just flabbergasted that that this was happening I couldn't in a million years imagine that somebody that I would have freaking died for would now so easily try to cut my throat just for their own personal gain it was very very tough to accept but I made my peace with that and then you know extra stuff started it's like every time I turned around there was some other little little what's the word I'm looking for, you know, like a little bomb that was going off to uh, just that I had to deal with. During that time, it's so hard to feel like you're going to live again, to feel like there's there's anything positive and only negative. But after a while, it just gets exhausting. You might be in that stage right now. You might be like, yeah, I am so freaking tired of this. I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be researching this anymore. I don't want to be nervous. I don't want to have a panic attack when I go to my mailbox. I don't want to have a panic attack when I'm getting in my car, waiting for someone to serve me papers. I don't want to, you know, get a credit. If the phone rings and you're nervous because it's a creditor, because they've, like I mentioned in my situation, you know, they would send not pay bills and send them to collections. It's so hard to, to feel like you can live after all that. But here's the deal guys. At, at some point, you have to decide how you want to live and feel. You have to say, you know what? I'm done with this. And this is what happened with me. I, I got through most of the, like the first year and a half, two years I got to the point where I was just like, man, I can't keep living like this. I can't keep doing, I mean, this is every day is just, just lather, rinse and repeat, lather, rinse and repeat. And it's driving me crazy. And I'm like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Now, from the time I had that realization or had that, you know, had that actual thought formed in my head where I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. It was a lot of work to get to the point where I was actually done. So if you're feeling trapped, if you're feeling like you're stuck in that mode, know that there's a lot of people who've been out there before you who felt the exact same thing. There's pro- there's a lot of people out there feeling it right now, but there's a lot of people out there who have went through it, who have gone through this, got to the other side, have learned to live again, have learned or decided that they don't want to live the rest of their life dealing with this catastrophe letting it destroy your life. At some point, you have to say, okay, all right, I tap the mat and I'm done with this and I have to start over. That's where things like re-baselining your life, you know, black hole thinking to where you're not comparing your life with them or just comparing what what they're doing with what you're doing. And you just say, you know what? Okay. It's really weird, right? Because I think if we didn't have this situation and let's say we got Whatever. You had a nice career. Something happened. The company goes out of business. Maybe, you know, you have a skill set that's older and you're, you you go from, oh crap, I was making a lot of money to now I'm not making any money and I have a whole new set of problems. You can sit there and be angry and PO'd that of what you lost. And I've known people who do that too. I've known people who had, oh, I used to be this big highfalutin person you know, and now I'm down here and they're reminiscing of the past. You got to let it go. You got to say that was, you know, I mean, keep the knowledge so you understand what you learn from it, but you have to let it go. You have to say, okay, fine, whatever. It happened. You know, I'm, an, I'm living a new life. You better find a way to, to enjoy that new life. Because at the end of the day, if you don't, if you stay in that mode then they won they still have you you're still sarah from the labyrinth fighting with the goblin king day after day after day and never escape it you deserve to escape it you deserve to have a new life you deserve to have some happiness to have some peace to have some joy and, and right now, where you're at, you may feel that that's an impossible feat. Well, Dwayne, how can I do that whenever I don't, haven't seen my kids for, for a year? Or I've been so alienated that I don't see them at all. Or when I do see them, they treat me like crap. It's tough. But you have a choice. Do you want to live that, this way, feeling this way forever? I mean, think about that for a moment. And sometimes it's really hard to let go of the things that hurt the most or that you thought you cared about, like your kids. Sometimes you just have to say, you know what? Okay, I tried my best. I tried everything I could. I watched hundreds of videos from this crazy dude on the internet. I've tried everything that he said. Maybe sometimes I messed it up. Maybe sometimes I got it right, but it's just not working. At some point, you owe it to yourself to say, okay, you know what? I'll leave the door open. I'll leave it open so where if the kids, or you know whatever happens, comes back in, and I know I kind of pivoted on this story, but it all, I think it all pertains, and I'll, and, and I'll be ready. But I can't spend every day living or just reliving this pain. Work through the pain, Find a trauma therapist if you need one. Use the hypnosis files if they help. They're linked in the resources down below. You deserve to live again. You deserve to not be stuck in the negative for the rest of your life. Okay, that was my rant. I just kind of felt compelled. You know what? It's really weird. A lot of times whenever I get into the mode where... I'm like, you know what, I need to talk about this today. It's almost like there's somebody out there that needs to hear that message that it just drills down to in the niche of the niche and help somebody. I hope that was you today. And on that, let me check and see what we got going on. The phone lines are open one, four, two, four three, seven three five four eight three one four, two four, dSD live. If anybody has a story that illustrates what I was talking about, of getting your life back, which I know in a lot of ways, uh, if you're on this channel, you might not be at that mode, but if you are, please call in and share. Itumbler says, whoops, I clicked the wrong, I missed it, says, for the most part, I'm way better now than I was before, but I just enjoy listening to your channel. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, sometimes it's good. See, and and sometimes it's good just to have like a little reminder. Um... Let's see, uh, Scorps Corpse says, I finally blocked my ex and I'm done. I took a death and readjustment, current health issues and slowly dying, going, going trauma, going to therapy. Uh, my sons are on zero contact now because of my choice. Here's the thing. At some point, you have to do what's right for you. You know, you can't just keep putting yourself into a situation to where it's constant like, you know, poke in the eye, you know, boop. It's just, you, at some point, you have to, you have to say, okay, an example I use of that a lot is my own father who, you know, he and I had a really tough relationship for the longest time, but at some point he just had to say, okay, I can't keep beating my head against my wall trying to get this kid, even when I was 18, 19, 20, <laughs> to see reality because I just couldn't see it. But the differences are the thing that, that with him that, um, I wanted to make sure that I didn't do was stay angry and bitter for so long I mean I remember him just being just just everything was I would have had a better house if it wasn't for your for your mom I would have been able to retire earlier if it wasn't for her you know I would have you know I mean yeah there it's all true but I mean it's like when you're in your 50s and 60s you shouldn't be you should be like you know what F you You're out of my life. i got free. (laughs) Anyways. So it's, it's, the sad part is, is it's a decision you have to make. You have to get up one day and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to stop trying to to do this. I'm going to stop dealing with that. I guess, you know, in some ways it's kind of weird because I have this whole channel where, I mean, here's the, here's the reality. If I wasn't helping people, if I wasn't getting messages where people are like thank God you're doing this, you don't know how much this is helping. I probably would stop doing this. You know, because I I mean it's kind of like this little connection that uh because of this channel that I'm I'm stuck kind of thinking about it. Yesterday, to be honest, I would have rather been thinking about that than trying to fix this damn computer. I'm sorry. I'd rather been thinking about that instead of trying to troubleshoot this fine precision machine. (laughs) Anyways. So Joseph says, so we give up and they win anyway. I know it's not about winning and losing, not even about right and wrong. It's about money. It is for them and in the system, Joseph, but, but here's the thing when when we get to that point and i know what you're saying cuz i used to feel that way i was like man i got i can't let it go i can't let it go because if i do then she wins then she you know she's got one over on me or what she's telling people everyone's going to believe it's like if i don't get in the middle of this then it's going to be you know by, by my by my not being involved it'll it'll make everything seem like what she's right who freaking cares man you, you giving up and saying, you know what? I did everything I could. I've tried everything and I'm not doing it anymore. Doesn't make them win. You win. You get to the point to where you're like, you know what? I'm not going to allow you to make me run through these freaking hoops for the rest of my life. Yes, it's wrong. I mean, see, here's the, here's the pivot point. That's so tough. Cause everything that Joseph just said, that's up on the screen right now is exactly the way I felt. I was like, Oh my God, if I let her get away with anything, if I let her have an inch, you know, then she's winning and I'm losing and no, I was so angry and bitter. It's like, you don't get to skip along and smile all smug. And, you know, I mean, I remember she used I mean, it, it, it was just so frustrating. I mean, she would do stuff like, uh, uh stupid stuff. Like I left and I left the direct TV in the house cause I'm like, Hey, you know, I don't watch TV. And I remember one day, this is early on. We were still talking, and I'm like, "Hey, um, you need to switch the Directv in your name." Oh, well, that's your Directv. You need to, you know, you that's your bill. That's not mine. I got new Directv, and it's it's cheaper. Not so good for you, but pretty good for me. Literally said that. I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" And I'm like, "This is how much of a freaking." beta simp i was to use terms that i normally don't your your use i was like okay well i'll cancel it well don't cancel it they're not turning on my tv until you know friday and it was like wednesday you know i won't have anything to watch <laughs> and i didn't and i'm like you know and then i had to go over and get the stuff i mean and then i had this freaking bill that i had to pay because she wasn't paying it and it was just like it was it, it just constantly it was like this this freaking stupid battle and i joseph i'm not i'm not irritated at you or anything like that i just don't don't want you to get stuck in that mode you just go on and say we we just move on and try to forget about everything no you don't forget you heal through it if you ignore it it will absolutely come back guys and i'll tell you that's exactly what i was talking about that the other day that's what happened to me I ignored it. I put it in a box. I hid it under the bed. I put stuff in front of it. I'm like, hey, it's out of sight, out of mind. And then when that monster realized that I was moving on and and she didn't have that connection, she didn't have that power. It's like, oh my God, he's forgetting about me. And it was like, boop, freaking unleashed, unleashed the hounds called child support services and said I was a deadbeat dad and wasn't paying and they, and wanted them to manage the case. So they freaking went through it with a fine tooth comb and went through all of the, uh, all of the, uh, records. And it's like, well, you oh, actually it freaked me out whenever it first happened because they sent me the court order. And the next week they sent me a, um, uh, a thing asking for like medical the next week they sent me something else. The, the fourth week, They sent me a thing saying, uh, you know, you owe $5,000 in arrears. And I'm like, holy hell, what are you talking about? I called them up and they're like, oh, no, no, you're fine. It's no big deal. The week after that, they they started garnishing my wages for arrearages for $940. I mean, it was just like, it just didn't end. So I'll tell you, back then, it was impossible. What I'm saying right now to you guys was impossible for me to grasp my head around. I was so in it. I was so angry. I was so bitter. I just could not let... I couldn't, I couldn't let it go. And I was just trying to figure out how do I make them pay? How do I make her pay to feel some of this pain? Because in my mind, before black hole thinking, I was also looking at it going, my life's in, in, in shambles. She's over there sitting at home, not doing it, a home I'm paying for you know, not doing anything, not working, not contributing. I'm just like shoveling money over there. My retirement's destroyed. My, you know, I'm barely making, you know, able to make ends meet. I've told you guys a story where I had to borrow money from Debbie to put fricking tires on my car. Cause I, they were, they were ruined and I, you know, they were staying flat or going flat and it was tough. I'm telling you guys, you know, I, this, this isn't easy. It's not easy to get to this point. But I, at one point, at one day, I just thought, like I can't, I mean, you know, it's like even Debbie and I for a long time, it, like for a while, not in, not in the beginning, <laughs> the beginning part, it was great. But as soon as all this, this shit show, for lack of a better word started, you know, it's like every conversation was, well, what's she going to do next? What's happening? How is she manipulating the kids? What can we do? What's, what's our counter move? I mean, it was like just this, this running conversation that was just negatively affecting our lives my life and and at that time Debbie's life luckily one at some point we just said it," we're not talking about it anymore she's not gonna be in a conversation we're not gonna do it and guys here's the thing I had to get through to that point and then a few you know like a year or two after that that's when I decided to do this channel I didn't decide to do this channel even though back in the old days I looked a little disheveled on this beginning part of this this uh, this experience but I wasn't, that wasn't the, where, the space I was in. I had made my piece at that point. I developed all those techniques. I'd implemented them. I wasn't even watching narcissism videos anymore. My thing is, is, I just knew how I felt. I knew where I was in the beginning part of this. And I, if there was a way that I could give somebody a lifeline, that was it. That was the reason. All right, let me look. I see moderator Debbie, who I was just talking about. Uh, is sending me some stuff. So let me see. Let me see if I can find this one. Scrolling up. Scrolling up. Where? Oh, where is it? I tumblers had said, why did that not post? There it goes. My daughter's teeth is not looking good. I asked my ex about it yesterday and she read my message but didn't respond. Do you have any suggestions? I'm in the middle of a custody battle take notes. Uh, if, um, here, here's the reality. Cause I actually went through this myself where the ex wouldn't, it was weird because she would, uh, she wanted her teeth sparkling white, but the kids would come over with yellow and dungy, dingy teeth. Even when we were married, we were that way. I, I thought it was a problem. I mean, I, did, I didn't realize it was just bad, uh, bad brushing technique. So here, here's, here's what I'm going to say if that's all it is, and if the dentist is saying your kid's teeth is fine, there's not much you can do. However, if the dentist says there's problems with the kid's teeth, document that, and you can use that, uh, you can use that uh, to demonstrate that pattern of behavior. Because remember, that's what we're trying to do on this, is demonstrate to the court, not saying that they're a narcissist, not saying that they're NPD, like we say at the top of the show, but saying, hey, look, these are behavioral things that are a concern. The kids aren't, uh, you know, the dentist, they're not, make, they're not going to the dentist appointment. They're supposed to go every six months. They're not going. Uh, or if they've gone, it's like, hey, you know, there's problems. That's, what you, that's when you can use it. See, and that's, again, you got to look at it to where you pick your battles. Uh, let's see. Let me find this other one. There's Merge. Merge Music and Film. Let's see here. It says, uh, Dwayne, for the first time in 10 years and more than 30 court appearances, I'm not even planning my strategy for court on the 22nd of this month. I just know I'll win the day. Is that worrying? No, well, okay. (laughs) Merge and I have talked. I mean, he has, he does have a strategy going in. I mean, he's not freaking out about it and piling up a bunch of information, but he's, he knows how he's planning on dealing with it. And I don't, I think that that's, that's appropriate in this situation, potentially a little risky. But I mean, the thing is, is that if he can go in and be calm, rational, not appear stressed. And oftentimes whenever you go in and and you're dealing with somebody like this, that's exactly what happens. You get so freaking stressed and anxious. You walk into court and you look, like a mess, you're just putting off that uh, that that uh, aura. Is that the right word? Of somebody who is a little a little off. You walk into court, and if a judge feels that, eh, you get kind of a it could be problematic. So I don't think that is worrying. And he has an outstanding relationship with his uh, teenage teenage fourteen, maybe thirteen. Shoot, I can't remember the age right now damn i suck uh daughter so you know that's uh, that's different now if you were somebody who was like hey i'm going to court my kids have been alienated they hate me they don't want to ever see me and you're just going to walk in and go parental alienation yeah that's that would be, <laughs> that might be a little more worrying in that scenario uh okay let's see All right, let me find this one. Okay, where, oh, where is it? Oh, I missed it somewhere. Huh. Oh, uh, no, there it is. So John, did I click it right? Yeah, John says, my ex kicked me out of the home and didn't pay the electric bill and told, and was told to pay it in court. She didn't pay it and it ended up on my credit report. It was a debit on her settlement, no quarter. Maybe no. You know what, man? It, it's it's weird. I think we go into these situations thinking uh, that when the family court says something, like in my situation, the family court said the house is yours to my ex, to Miss X ex, X Dwayne. You know, it's your responsibility to refinance it. And she didn't. She stopped paying it. Destroyed my credit. Nothing I could do. I tried to. I mean, I even sent them a copy of the court order. They're like, "Eh, not our problem. It's your debt. You know, you can pay the bill and make it current." And the reality is, especially if they think that 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 it's going to fall on you, and it's and the middle, and the impact to them is negligible, minimal. Let's say minimal. Then you know more than likely they're going to do it. So, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure in my situation, it also destroyed my ex's credit, but she didn't care. She had no concept of credit and didn't, you know, I mean, all she had was that unlimited checkbook, that bottomless checkbook from before. So, but again, you know, it's, it's things like what that, what John was just saying that make it really tough, right? Because, you're like, that ain't right. It affected my credit. Now, you know, then you go in. I mean, I remember the first time, I mean, for years I had great credit. I mean, Oh, I'll use a tire thing. You know, it's like, okay, I needed tires. All right. Well, shoot, I don't have any money. So I'll apply for an America's Tire company card. And within 15 minutes or actually less than that, they rejected me and then sent me a letter and said, your credit sucks. We ain't giving you crap. And that was tough. You know, It was like, holy crap, because of this situation, I'm now in a situation where I have worse credit than I had when I was freaking 18 years old and it made me angry and it started the cycle back up and I was angry and I was P.O. All right, let's see here. Oh, Okay, let me see if I can find this one. This is a good question. Remember, the phone lines are open. 1-424-373-5483. 373 uh, right, let me see. Well, before I hit that other one, I'll hit this one where Joseph says, it doesn't matter. We end up wasting our lives trying to prove everything. And in the end, we find out it just doesn't matter. A lot of truth to that comment, but I'll say the problem is, is that it takes a while to get to that point. Sorry about that. It takes a while to where you can make your peace with that. I went through the same process on it, but I think what happens is when you say that you find out it doesn't matter, it's almost like you just don't care anymore right? It's like, I don't have a dog in this fight anymore, which is weird because, you know, you got your kids involved, you got your finances, you got so much wrapped up into this that it's really hard to get to that point. But ultimately it, it, uh, see, and that's the thing. I mean, what he, what he's saying is, is every time now I look at it and I look at a fight and it's like, is it worth it? The emotional cost, the money, the financial cost and the unknown cost the collateral damage, which inevitably in my situation is, um, is, is against the kids. I have to look at it and say, is it worth it? A good example on that for me is the, the potential for child, uh, the child support reduction. I am, I am not pushing that because I know her And I know that if I go back and I try to eke out a couple hundred dollars, maybe three or $400, maybe, well, I'm not even sure how much it would be. I don't even know what she makes. Depends on what she makes. Then it would be um, a reduction. It would be money in my pocket. It would definitely help me. And it's like, is it really worth it? I got three years left. Is it really worth it to push the button? Because I, I know how she works. She'll start to screw with the kids more she'll try to drive a bigger wedge. And it's like, is that few hundred dollars worth it? And I made the decision. The answer is no, you know, would it help me? It absolutely would help me. I'm basically treading financially. I'm treading water right now, but I'm like, Hey, I have a plan. I have a three year plan, three to four year plan. I have a couple of, I have a lot of consolidation loans, but, and credit and stuff. I mean, I'm just, (laughs) when I was talking about before where I didn't, you know, I didn't have access to credit. Yeah. I've since, you know, when that, when I started rebuilding that, I've started using it again. Wish I wouldn't have done that, but oh, well. Anyways, my point is, is that I have a plan to get me out of this in three years uh, or like four years or a little less than four years. My old, my youngest, sorry, is off of child support. Right before that, I have a huge consolidation loan that's a few hundred, well, like $600 a month that's paid off. Uh, a few months after my youngest graduates, then, or not turns 18 because she graduates early, but anyways, like the following year, a few six months into it, another one is paid off, another 300 and some odd dollars, right? I mean, so it's like, okay, I can just hunker down right through the next few years. I'm happy, right? Going back to, to I've learned to live again. I don't focus on the negative BS surrounding her, and I don't want to spend my days dealing with that crap, and that's why I made the decision not to do that. Oh, it looks like I do have a caller, so let me uh, go ahead and go to them. They are calling from the web, so I'm going to hit that now. Hello, and welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Dwayne.
0: What's hey morning, man, how's boy? it going? How are you doing today?
1: from the United Kingdom. I'm pretty good, thanks. Are, How are you doing?
0: I am doing outstanding. How are you are you, are you doing good? I I I see the problem is, is I know who I'm talking to. <laughs> so share share what you want to say today.
1: Well, uh joint great show as always. Thanks for for doing it. Uh, a lot of us relying on it. Uh despite my accident, I should just clear it up very quickly. That's uh I'm in the United Kingdom, not in South Africa anymore. But uh, universally linked to all of you uh, with a narcissistic act. and um, I have to say, I think mine is the best ever created of the worst.
0: She she's unique, I will say that.
1: Very unique. Um, I was just going to ask you what you thought, and this might be valuable to others as well, as you know, we get away from that first uh, lockdown issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm being taken to court over my behavior during the lockdown. And exactly what I did was exactly what the president of the Family Court Division uh, had said. They gave special guidance, uh, and guidance all the rest of it. Basically, what it was for me was we were all very scared of getting, getting the disease. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, the, the schools were closed down. And what I'd done was I said, fine, we, we can work on long blocks. Uh, But you need to – and she was with me at the time that uh, the lockdown occurred, so she would then naturally stay with me. I'm self-employed, so it's easy enough for me to do it. I'm also the parent more likely to facilitate contact and all the great stuff and and to hold the relationship up with mom. So um, I said, well, she's going to stay with me until you can demonstrate that you can be off work and isolated for a decent amount of time. Right. That I did. Um, she was pretty battered about that um, and then when she finally did demonstrate to me that she was able to um, take the child for some time that is when she went over to her mom's and then I never heard from her she went missing for 16 days no mobile phone contact with me or friends the yeah. entire social circle just crazy crazy stuff and uh, as you know I'm being taken to court now and I think the question really is how is the you know how is the family court around the world going to handle these situations. And this is why I've done no preparation
0: whatsoever. You know, I think my, my thought on this, I know we've talked about this offline is it's so unprecedented. I would be, I mean, let me back up for the most part. I haven't heard any reports of this finally getting into court, right? I think it's just now where people are finally starting to, things are opening up enough to where they can do that. I, I, I would be surprised that for you, the actions that that you took early on, that they're going to hold anyone accountable. I, you know, I mean, they might say, yeah, whatever, but I don't see any reason why they would do that. I mean, like you said, at the beginning of this, this seemed, I mean, it seemed like the movie contagion, you know, I don't know about, well, I do know because we talked before, but I thought it's like, holy crap, everyone's going to be dying. It's going to be body bags in the streets that's the way the media was making it. And we were taking, making decisions just to, to protect ourselves and our kids. I don't see anyone else this saying,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think for the most part, people, I mean, the hard part is, is so the flip side to this, right? Like if you were, cause you're asking, you know, what do you think's going to happen to you? But on the flip side, you know, whenever your ex, just so people know, whenever his daughter finally went back to mom, she severed all ties, took the phone away, you know, said, you're harassing me. You know, I did not denied all contact, found a little loophole in the way the court order was written and uh, basically tried to erase the caller out of the thing. Even on that, I don't know if they're really going to throw it, throw a, a monkey wrench at her. Now, the difference is, is a person on the phone has a lot of documentation, a lot of, of evidence of um, uh you know, behavioral patterns that could potentially help. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't expect much on this, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking about just following the, you know, sort of strategy where I just say, look, Your Honor, this is a nothing bugger. Uh, the issue has resolved itself. Right. But you know, as well as I do, you've got a court of the narcissist. Anything can happen. <laughs>
0: it's, oh yeah, it's no I mean, no longer
1: about the best interest of the child. It's not even any. It's no longer about the truth for God.
0: No, it's about making you pay. Uh, it's like how and and this whole thing started because and I think a lot of us have gotten into this into this mode during this time because it's unprecedented times and we're for, forced in a situation we would have never never experienced, right? So a lot of us who are now saying, hey, you know, I'm putting my foot down on this because you're legitimately worried, and the ex is like, oh, how dare you? you defy me and it's like, I'm going to make you pay. And it's just, that's just the way they work and the way they think. Hmm.
1: I can just get it to show some rage and then I think um, we'll do pretty well. But look, Dwayne, thank you very much, man. I don't want to hog the airspace. Um, as always, thanks for being there. It's really amazing having you on at two o'clock now. Most of the time we're getting to see it and um, I'll catch you later. So i just wishing everybody well.
0: Thanks man, thanks for calling. So the other thing I just want to mention on that on that particular call is um the it's just well, how am I going to say this? The, these people have a unique imagination to craft their own reality and st- seem to believe it it's like nothing you know they they can do whatever the hell they want god forbid you try to do whatever you want all right but thank you caller for calling i appreciate it uh let me look at some of the other comments in here um oh okay i want to try to find this one by lisa i know we're starting to run out of time but i like this question where oh, where is it so i can highlight it i wonder if i can can i search in this one too. Uh, I cannot, and I pulled it up in the wrong place. That always happens. All right, where is it? Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. There it is. Uh, Lisa says, I have watched you for a long time. Thank you. What is the best advice you can give to our new partners to give support? You know, I think that the main thing on it is is you need to have a conversation with them and say, hey, look, you may think that I'm just angry and bitter, which probably are. And you can say, which I, which I am. However, there's more going on than just a normal separation slash divorce with somebody I just hate. There's, there's a pattern of behavior that's different, that's systemic, incredibly toxic. And, you know, we need to be a united front to deal with this. And you probably also need to tell them that there's a chance that as this progresses that the ex will try to triangulate us against each other. Or if you have kids, the children against this new person. The other thing I would say that I would try to tell them is, Hey, when I'm venting, let me work it out through my own head right? Because what's going to happen is inevitably what happens is, is that you start to, you start to go through this process. What we were talking about earlier, right? You start to let things go. You start to like, okay, you're picking your battles. You're like, all right, this isn't worth fighting. Somebody new who hasn't been through all that, who might be in the earlier part of this reckoning phase, so to speak, might be thinking, Hey, no, we need to do this, this, and this, we have to make this person pay for this. They can't decide to do this. And that can be really tough because it can actually draw you back down. It can actually, uh, stunt your progress and it's really tough. It's going to be really tough for that new partner in your, in your relationship to, to do that, to, to basically be able to say, okay, you know what? I need to, to rethink this because otherwise it'll start to degrade your own relationship and create extra problems. So let me scroll down here. Um, let's see if I can see. It's not even like the chat goes fast. It's just trying to trying to scroll around to find the comments to highlight them. Uh, I'm not even sure how to say this name. Igni? Ing- Am I saying that right? You gave me a lifeline. Not uh, not an ex, but a narc coworker learning every day how to handle this. Uh, always thank you well thanks for saying that and and the thing is is that these techniques that, that that I teach I guess on this channel are effective for spouses or for exes for coworkers you know obviously it's a you know I would say it's easier with coworkers but but not necessarily because when the, when people are are affecting your career and your money and your livelihood that's not a great situation However, uh, the difference is, is you have a lot more flexibility to keep better boundaries. Um, you have extra things you can do, uh, with HR and whatnot to, to try to facilitate change, even though oftentimes it doesn't work. And ultimately you can just walk away. You can find another career and move. So, all right. I do have one more caller. It's a return caller. Uh, let's see here and I'll hit this hello and welcome to the show
2: hey Dwayne it's Matt from New York how are you
0: hey Matt how are you doing today
2: hey I was listening to your caller from the UK and I had he mentioned that um I just want to do a couple of things he mentioned how the narcissists, or people like this they uh they create a narrative in their head or a story and they run with it oh yeah and I decided if anyone that wants to know what I, what I think that an example of what they do. I have three quick examples of my wife. Okay. Um, one is one is uh, in the in the winter, she uh I'm say make a quick she hit me in the arm, right? We we're in the kitchen and she was frustrated about something and hit me in the arm, right? Mm-hmm. Um I got that, you know, so uh, I didn't even get into the back she hit me in the arm. Um so from, from then on, because I uh, I called her on it and this and that she doesn't like, I can't go, if she's in the kitchen or whatever, if I go in the kitchen, she'll say, I don't know, you don't need to be this close to me, but I don't like you this to me. She almost treats me like I hit her <laughs> at one point. I was like, what is she scared? Because her excuse was uh, that she uh, tripped over her heel, put her arm out, and fell into me when it happened. Right. <laughs> I guess she's scared she's going to fall into me all the time. Um, other things are like, um, they're petty things, they're real petty, I guess, typical with them. Um, remote control for our televisions. Um, she, uh, would always, uh, she has to take the remote. She'll take the, if I, it's right next to me on the couch. I'm watching TV. So pick up, take the remote, know what she wants. The hell with me. Um, once she, she, I had it in my hand. So I put it in my hand. She said, I the remote. I want the remote. And I said, no, I'm watching this. She goes to a whole baby thing where she turns off the TV from behind the TV. She sits in front of it she blocks the sensor with a speaker (laughs) like you're talking about a real infant yeah um but since then she always has to take the remotes with her wherever she goes around the house and the 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 way she acts is like as if i offended her well i did i guess but it's like as if i always took them from her and now she has to defend against my being very cruel very mean well this is yeah. It's a bizarre, it's like they turn themselves into the victim of aggression.
0: Well, think of, but, but Matt, hold on a second. But think about this, right? And we've talked about this often on the show. Narcissistic people, even though I always say we don't need to diagnose them, but people who have those behavioral patterns are effectively operating at a toddler, you know, four or five, six year old level. And the behavior that you, that you yeah. mentioned is exactly in line with that you know, a child would do that. The problem is, is that she's not a child. She's in a adult body and doing these things. So then we're trying to, ra- you know, you're rationally trying to look at it going, what the hell? But that's the reality of it. I mean, it's stupid. Nobody would, I mean, a, an adult wouldn't do that. So.
2: <laughs> it's bizarre. So, so I think the caller had mentioned that at least, you know, they have stories. They seem to have a narrative that they invent yep. in their head and- and they run with it. They're true believers. They are. They are, They are method actors in it. They. They don't get out of character. This, this is real to them. It's. Bizarre,
0: it's. But. It's no different than when you ask your your six year old pumpkin. Did you eat? You know. Did you get into the cookie jar and eat the cookies? And they got cookies and chocolate all you know down their face. No. Really. No, I didn't. What do you think happened to them? I don't know. Maybe you ate them. You know. I mean, it's like it's like seriously. You know, but the difference is, is when it's a five or six-year-old, it's cute. When it's a 37-year-old, it's not so cute.
2: Exactly, exactly. Well,
0: well I appreciate we you sharing days, that, man. I
2: got to meet with, uh, I gotta meet with my lawyer tomorrow morning for a meeting, so we'll see how that goes.
0: Hey, at least it's progressing forward. Hopefully you'll be out of this situation soon enough, though it doesn't feel like it'll be soon enough.
2: Well, any any day now, Dwayne, any day. Next month it'll be a year since I initiated the process and told her I want a divorce. A year. <laughs> Still wow. doing it. Yeah. I haven't been to a court yet. I haven't been anywhere close to a court yet. You're,
0: yeah. Well, oh, COVID sure. doesn't help.
2: No, no. COVID was the, uh, the ultimate step in the back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, a lot of
2: people have it worse. I guess you know, people that are sick and actually died. I guess they have it worse than me. So.
0: Good point. Oh, man. Good. It's all about perspective. All right, thanks for calling. Yeah, you know, well, and and on that, what I'll just say is, you know, it really is uh a lot about perspective because it's just you, you, that's really the key on this is that we change our perspective on, on how we're dealing with this. A, a big part of this is accepting and realizing what you're dealing with when they're doing crazy stuff. Like actually what both callers were talking about it makes it near, it makes it h- hard because you're like, who the hell would do this? Why would someone make these decisions? It make it's, it defies logic. Just remember you're dealing with, a child in an adult body who has the full full support of the family court system and other adults that they were able to manipulate. You know, I mean, obviously somebody who's 37 isn't exactly like a six-year-old because they've had, you know, they have 31 years of, of extra experience on honing their skills. But it's like effectively if somebody was at that age and just got stuck and wasn't able to mature past it. It's really, it's, it's tough and it'll drive you crazy. We are at 6.58. I did this the other day too. So I have to make sure I pay attention so I don't uh, screw this up. Um, I mean, just instead of looking for these, I'll just read some of the stuff that uh, moderator Debbie has put over here for me. Uh, I read that one. Uh, Nicholas says, hey, Dwayne, just found out last week that I've been binge watching the show. Uh, well, welcome, welcome to the channel, welcome to the show. I can't call in today, but I will soon because I want to share my story of recovery. Would love to hear it, man. Stories of success, they're so, so important. And uh, I just realized I didn't hit record, so the podcast is going to take a little longer to, to get out there. Uh, Joseph says, a Judge Judy was a family court judge who knew nothing about Cluster B. It stands out when she says stuff like, take a look at her, she's your mother, you only have one mother. Yeah, but at the same time, I've seen Judge Judy go off on a on a, a mom who is saying, "My kids, my kids, they're mine. I have possession of them," and saying, "You don't have a custody order. They're both your kids, right?" So, and keep in mind, a lot of that stuff on TV is sensationalized for ratings and stuff too. They tried Judge Mattis tried to get me uh, when I sued the ex to go to, <laughs> go, to go to Chicago to have my co- uh, course litigated there. But on that all right guys we made it through another one I hope that this conversation was helpful I hope that uh, even though it was tough that it gave you some hope Uh, you know these things are just so draining but your life can you know you can get your life back you will get your life back their hold over you is limited it won't last forever and things are gonna be alright you know I may not feel like it I do want to thank the channel members, uh, people who have decided to hit the button and become uh, join, those scrolling across the screen. Thank you so much for that. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow.